0: Hi, welcome to Time Out With Art. My name is Vanshaka and I love to discuss everything that is art, whether it's films, books, TV shows, poems, you name it. I wanted there to be a space where we can all talk about art because you see the thing about art is that it's greatly personal and there's something in it for everyone. So you can take whatever piece that you want to keep for yourself. For my first episode, I'm going to be talking to someone I discuss most films I watch with. We both have our own stances, but we still seem to find a middle ground. So today, we're going to be talking to Rishabh Bhattacharya, who's an aspiring filmmaker and cinema enthusiast. As we talk about some lesser-known films, I hope you're able to find whatever parts that you like out of our conversation. So I hope you're sitting back, relaxing, and taking a time out from whatever it is that you're doing, because we all need to find some space for art in our lives. Film that you watched where you were like, Oh shit, okay. Okay, I get this. I think this is this is interesting. And then you were like, uh, I really want to do this.
1: The Dark Knight. You already know this. Come on.
0: <laughs> but I just I just asked that because I you know how previously in the other two takes I mentioned how I named this podcast Time Out with Art and how for most people films and a lot of other things that we consider art, you know. And I'm saying we because it means different to everyone. So, for example, if I'm reading a book, I won't really, I don't really think of it as just a book. Sometimes, you know, like hmm, yeah. like I'm not, I'm not taking it as a recreational thing that I'm doing. While for mo- while for a lot of people, it's something that they just do in their free time. And I thought that was amazing to call it that because it's it's sort of for the other people who are listening to me would probably be taking time out to listen to this, but. For me, it's just talking about the things that I really, really like.
1: Yeah, and it's not, it's way more than just recreation. And there's nothing wrong with watching a film for fun. I mean, it's, I've done that for most part of my life. And I'm sure you have done that too, I think, right?
0: But I've only quite recently gotten into the films, which is why I wanted to talk to you specifically about films. Is because you've kind of been in that part of my life where I've actually discovered films for what they are and you know been like I really want to watch really good films and then talk about them and we talk about almost every every film that we watch right
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah so before we get into and and I all the films that I'm going to talk about today and I want to talk about today are unconventional films so before we go into that I wanna mention somebody very unconventional who we very recently lost, which was Irfan Khan. And I remember watching Lunchbox very recently. So I just I I I take that film to my heart that, and I
1: yeah.
0: you know have you watched Hindi Medium?
1: Yeah, I've watched Hindi Medium.
0: It's his acting he is, is phenomenal. He is amazing. He,
1: I you know what's weird, it's it's I watch his films and I don't remember Irfan Khan because he is never there in the movies it's his character that is the biggest accomplishment an actor can do I think uh, can have uh, to like not have
0: yeah.
1: their name remembered after the movie their characters what's what remains
0: but you remember we I, were talking about I don't about... remember
1: I watched Piku with my father and yeah. I really remember this one scene from Piku where have you watched Piku?
0: I haven't mm. watched Piku I told you I haven't watched Piku today it's yeah. wow yeah, nice way to throw shade at me <laughs>
1: You should watch it, dude. Yeah, I watch it.
0: But yeah, have you watched the lunchbox? One... No. So I shut up.
1: <laughs> okay. No, what I'm saying. Uh, so this one scene in Piku where Irfan Khan is talking to uh, Amitabh Bachchan and and like Amitabh Bachchan was throwing a tantrum in the car and he's just trying to calm him down and and it's a really well shot piece of film, but it wouldn't be close to what it is without him he's he brings a lot of life to the movies and uh it's very sad that we're not gonna have that
0: yeah and we were talking about no. this yesterday or today i'm not very sure but i i remember saying that how you know he's one of those characters who really bring his so so like you said that you remember him by the character right and not as the person yeah. that he is but then again you attach his persona to the character so but it's not as the same thing as saying that this one particular actor does the same kind of roles. And you know, he he really shows his personality the same way in every character. It's not the same as saying that a character, like a, an actor brings his persona to the character. Because when I look at all of his films, you know, there's this, there's this thing that I see that if I try to picture somebody else in that place, I don't think somebody else would have brought that genuineness to that particular character as much as he would have and that's how he was in general as well right if you look at his interviews and you look at the way he talks or any of those things you see him as that kind of a person you know
1: yeah 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 yeah, I see what you
0: mean. yeah. okay Um also
1: Rishi Kapoor passed away today
0: yeah you have
1: to mention him also
0: <laughs> which is Really sad, yes. Uh, so why I did not mention him is because um, I got to know that he's actually been really, really sexist. And he has, uh, Neetu Kapoor actually booked a case of domestic violence against him. And I just, I just, I couldn't get myself to come to that. I mean, he's he's had his contribution to that thing, but I just, you know, I'm talking about...
1: I did not know that.
0: Yeah, yeah, so exactly. That's why I didn't mention him. And also, because we're talking about unconventional actors, and he's somebody who falls into yeah, that true. thing. So yeah. because okay, so now because we've talked about the whole unconventional thing at the first movie that I want to talk about, which is again, a very unconventional film, and you're gonna lose it. So, uh, <laughs> which is Bhavesh Joshi superhero, which we haven't talked about. Yes
1: let's do it yeah it's, so before it's, we uh one o'clock at night and we're talking about bhavish joshi superhero let's do this come on
0: finally so before we go into it there's a few things about the film just for the people who don't know because i'm really i'm so sure most people haven't watched it so hmm. it's a it's 2018 sad. film and um which was directed by vikram aditya motwani if you want to hoot right now you can hoot Woohoo! That was so Love sad. That, guy. that was so sad. Okay. I,
1: I don't hurt. Come on, you know that.
0: Okay. So um, I
1: only like Sahil.
0: That's a very personal reference, but okay. <laughs> uh, for Bhavesh Joshi, superhero, right? So just for context, so this is a film uh, about a superhero, and the context, like the the placing, is in India. So it's something very real, realistic. It is very politically charged. And it is very, very, very unconventional and very underrated. Now that I've made you really happy, <laughs> uh, yeah. I will ask you to talk about it before I can add all the things that I want.
1: Hmm. So I've watched Bhavish Joshi twice from beginning to the end and then gone back to it so many times, just like watching a couple of scenes and taking inspiration and like, Figuring out, figuring out the characters for my own
0: film. One more question though. Uh, Before we shot Redemption, for those of you who don't know, Rishabh's new short film is gonna come very soon, which I'm totally waiting for. Called Redemption. So before you shot Redemption, had you watched Bhavish Roshi's superhero?
1: No. no. Yeah,
0: and I watched it, and I was like, oh my god, we should have watched it.
1: Yeah, and then shot it. Yeah, dude, I'm pretty sure we would have done we would have made the characters way more human. And I'm pretty sure that that is one thing Bhavesh Joshi gets spot on is humanity. The, the people are so real. They're, they're people who live, who we live with every day. Like yes. Sikku, Sikandar and Bhavesh. They're, they're actual people who we, we go to college with them and we, I don't know. They're just really nice people. Like they're so human that their problems are human problems. They're not, and this has been talked about a lot of times they're not saving the world they're not like they're not uh, fighting some evil bad guy they're fighting the society yeah. and we all we are all fighting with the society and the system yes even even though we're not we're not fighting we have problems with it but none of us actually go and fight but this film is about uh two people who actually says no this is enough and they're going to actually try to make a difference and i don't know actually fight that is yes most i i love superhero films you know that i excuse I love the me genre.
0: excuse me I, yeah. d- I don't like superhero films
1: you love you're just films. you're
0: just gonna put me down because i'm a marvel fan
1: i'm not putting you down oh my but god as just quoting sikandar from the film we're like dc we're edgier so we're darker.
0: <laughs> when i watched it when i watched that <laughs> particular scene in the film i was like Oh my god! Like I could, I could see you. I could imagine you. I,
1: I, I, I paused the film. But the first time I watched, it, I paused the film, and I was like, hmm.
0: So I could watch. I could. I could literally <laughs> imagine you watching the film and then listening to the dialogue and going, hmm. I like it already.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. <laughs> but but what here's I the thing.
0: Let's not lose uh, track of the film because we're talking about like as if we already know. So just to set context, what's what's really Interesting, other than just the relatability of the characters, is where the film is placed, right? So the film yes. it starts with the whole Anna Azare anti-corruption movement,
1: yes. which
0: does brilliant for the film because I feel like that for our generation was one of the first things that I witnessed, where I was old enough to actually understand something of a very large scale for yeah, a very a big cause, wave, right? For a yeah,
1: ve- it was a yeah, yeah,
0: for a very big cause is happening. And this is set with three friends, which are, uh, just so that people know, Siku, Bhavesh Yoshi and Rajat, right? Yes, yes. And, and these are three friends who are basically just, you know, the average college students who are so full of that, you know, you, you know, you know, who are politically correct and they want to be politically correct and they want to bring justice to the current system and they really believe in what's happening.
1: Yeah, and there's a young boiling blood in them.
0: Yeah, and it it really is, it's 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 like uh, Rangde Basanti. I mean, the, the mm, relationship. Yeah. The relationship yes. is very like Rangde Basanti. And you feel yes. it, you know. You feel that their blood is boiling with whatever is happening. Now, here's here's the thing that I, like, because I told you that there's a bunch of things that I want to talk about. First thing mm. I want to talk about is the lighting. Now, I told you a little bit about this. So, here's the thing. the yeah. The main guy, right? So, after whom the movie is... Named bhavesh Joshi superhero. Yes. So this guy, every time he showed in the film, and he's basically a very—he's—he's he's the catalyst of the film. He—he he is the one who comes in and who's like, "Listen, here's the shit and everything's. I—I I believe in this and I'm go, gonna go by this." And again, very relatable because we all have that one friend who really, really believes in something, you know. And they're yeah. the only ones who okay, have one the.
1: One second, sorry, I'm so sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. Okay, so uh, if anyone. Uh, to the people who are listening this film is really amazing and it deserves a fresh watch so i think we're gonna get into some spoilers here so if if you could just skip ahead and and uh, because this really deserves a fresh watch and and i recommend that you watch it if you've already watched it then just i think that's
0: gonna i think that's gonna happen for a lot of movies
1: yeah we're gonna spoil a lot of we're gonna spoil a bunch of movies
0: but then again you should listen to us because we're not we're gonna talk about some movies that people don't know about but are like amazing
1: yes totally so
0: getting back to bhavish joshi yes i was talking about the lighting every time every time bhavish joshi is shown he is shown against this red lighting Every single time, which is associated hmm. with the insaf symbol and the colors yes. that they mostly show, which is something really brilliant. And I I noticed it throughout the film. And it is
1: subtle, but yeah. But yeah. I
0: understood its placing only in the end when they show those three friends sitting and Bhavesh is reading the graphic novel. And behind him, if you see, there's this one section only behind him, which is red everything on the you know you it's so intentional like you can see it and I think that's something so powerful because here's the thing about colors right and something like red it's it's so full of rage and it's something that really stands out
1: yeah right It catches your eye but yeah yeah
0: yeah and it's something that drives it home I, I really felt like for me it really connected because that's one thing that I could I I noticed it only because I was, I knew when, when somebody was talking about something or there was a certain emotion and I was like, oh my God, this is so much like, you know, what Bhavavesh believed in because when Sikku is kind of doing all those things that he's doing, he's having that whole character change of realizing that he needs to do all these things. Yeah. Is, is when I realize that I'm associating that thing to the color.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. I just, I want some validation on this.
1: Yeah, I, I see what you mean. Even that, uh that amazing monologue, the rage-filled monologue that Bhavish gives. There's a red wall behind him and that uh, dingy lighting.
0: Yeah, and it's reds and blues, if you notice. Yeah, there's always yeah. lighting, even when he goes to the... So, after he leaves this... Uh, he leaves the bar that they are in. He There's yeah. this beach, I think, a beach scene. I think it's
1: a sea link thing in Mumbai. Yeah, Yeah, something story. like
0: that. And... Uh, there's again lighting on his face and that's constant. He's in an auto and there's this red lighting. They're in a in a cab and there's that lighting. And then and then there's when the whole uh, here's a spoiler. He dies and then there's Siku. And then that lighting kind of goes away until he realizes that, you know, he's supposed to follow on this. Like he should follow this path.
1: Yes. Yeah, this is amazing filmmaking.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. It's it's all those little things, right? And another yeah. thing, because of the whole political backdrop and that's something that really interests me, is how amazingly everything is done. So there's this entire play, entire thing where Joshi is literally getting lynched. He's getting lynched by a mob because Sitko, like an asshole, uh, rats yeah. rats him out, and he is getting lynched by a mob. And there's this. Uh, news news line that is being showed so it's it's basically this tv screen that is being showed and there's this clip of bhavish being being hit and it so it says and i read it and it, it said that
1: anti national
0: anti national being usko sabak sikhaya jara hai by the public yeah and yeah. it was it that hit home you know and even yeah, when my dad so watched it i watched it with my parents which is amazing they were like hmm. yeah dude like they were like Shit. Because <laughs> they I, I could feel that they could feel it.
1: That is, yeah, that's a big thing.
0: And that's something really important to do in a film like this. Because that that shows that, you know, you have done your homework. Not only your homework. You want to genuinely just show that this is the shit that happens. Here's a person trying to genuinely do good and then being... The, the you know, the usual, that one college student standing up being called an anti-national even though he set out to do something very straight and it's justified very well
1: yeah and uh, also the news channel i was saying that had a tone of red in it not pointing any names and all but we all know (laughs) what we're talking about
0: yeah it's it's brilliantly done it's brilliant it's (laughs) and it's all of these little things like i wish so when i was watching the film i i wanted to literally take down notes but I couldn't do it because I didn't want to stop it. I didn't want to stop it and go yeah. upstairs and write down. Because I generally knew that there's going to be... Literally, right now in my notes, I've written little things. But I can't remember all the little things. Because there's just so many.
1: Yeah, it's filled with them. And then the the cops are just watching and then...
0: Oh, yes. Yes.
1: The cops are watching and then they wait for the signal. And then they go in and stop them. <sighs> oh.
0: Yeah, there's... So
1: and also let's okay yeah say,
0: no you were you were gonna say something.
1: Now I was gonna get off top with what we're talking about.
0: Yeah, so the whole lynching thing is happening just for people who don't have context. The lynching thing is happening, and there's this scene which is so amazingly done. It's it's like a literally I think it's like a, hardly a ten second scene. Okay, and it's, it's the lynching is happening, and then you can see the cop standing right outside of the building where where this guy is getting lynched, and um. The news is covering it. Nobody's stopping them. Literally, nobody is stopping the people. And then this. Police... There are people
1: watching from their windows. Yeah. Yes. That, there's people watching. There's the cops watching.
0: Yes. So, and the yeah. cops, by the cops we mean like there were about eight or nine
1: mm, it was, policemen. Uh, yeah.
0: Standing and they look at each other and they're waiting for a signal. That signal first goes to this another person who's sitting in the, in in the uh, car who is basically the kind of the lord the water lord right yeah and then he signals so he for his signal he uh, calls the politician or whoever that guy i think he's a politician right
1: corporator the, i think yeah. of sorts That's yeah the, the
0: basically the guy who's linked to the government hmm. and he he then you just see this shot of him from his back and he's watching the tv and he sees just in what point bhavish survives and then he's like, yeah, go go forward. Bus.
1: That was just, he just says, says bus. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Just so, so powerful.
1: Yeah, and that that really made me scared for Bhavesh because, because he's such a human person. And he, even though he was there in the film for a really short period of time, that's, uh, that, That part made me really sad and scared for Bhavish. Because I also knew that he's not going to stop. I knew that he's going to go back. Because that's the kind of person Bhavish is. He's not going to... He's not going to give in to the system. He's not going to bend. He'll break, but he won't bend. That's the kind of person Bhavish is.
0: Exactly. And the fact that you know his character so well, right? Yeah. Is because you have... You know him. You're all in for him, you know? You're, You're all in... In what he believes in. Even though, if you think about you it... Know, you know
1: what, why this film is so great? It's because we're all Sikandar. And we all want to be Bhavesh.
0: Yes. Yeah, we all, this is exactly... We all
1: want to be Bhavesh, but we're all too scared. And that's why we're settling for Sikandar. That's why we bend to the system. This we is... end up giving the bribes. We end up
0: being that scared. That is exactly running what running I was going to talk about. That, that Bhavesh is actually the replication of something that we call utopia. A utopian world. Yeah. of sorts because he has a person who believes he's like i want equality i want justice i want i want i don't want corruption and all of that right and then and then you you but you believe in it even though in in a realistic sense right in day-to-day life at one point we'll break and we'll be like dude just get done with it just just let's get our work done and get out of here right yeah. but then then in the film you totally totally support bhavesh and you think Sikandar is being an asshole. Which he is up until that point. But he's not wrong.
1: I would disagree, yeah. But Sikandar also, I, I felt what he's feeling because he goes to that passport office and doesn't get the passport. I've, I've been through a similar thing with the, with my driver's license thing and all that. But yeah, but obviously he is, as I said, he is all of us. Sikandar is all of us. So even when he's in the airport and he... Hugs his girlfriend goodbye and his friend uh Rajat goodbye and then and then he's about to go and he looks back and the and the cop is watching him and he's just like, Yeah, cool, I'll just go. There's no words there, but uh that's but we all know that he's failed and he's his uh, as weak as anybody else. He's there's no more insaf left, there's nothing. Nothing is left anymore, and he just goes. Yes, And that's when the song starts playing. I, I also want to draw attention to the song. "Kasam Kali." that song is amazing.
0: Yeah, that is the time when he actually realizes that... He's no,
1: like... uh, so in the beginning, I- I'd say in the beginning of his realization, it's all for one reason, that is to find out if Bhavesh actually died in a road accident, or like he was told, or did, w- was he killed. So to investigate that, he comes out and goes to the water mafia place that he finds out that Bhavish was killed and then he blows the place up and then
0: oh I thought that he would know that he was killed that Bhavish was killed
1: because he the cop told him that he was he he died in an accident he obviously he would have he have some doubts that's why he didn't go otherwise he would have just left so he came back and made sure that he knew that he was killed
0: so good yeah. and another thing i think
1: the point the the from the place where he actually starts doing it for the same reasons bhavish was doing it is from the that part where he goes that he very he follows that officer from the water department into his home and then he sees him opening his mini cooper the
0: yeah
1: the thing yeah. what are those called convertibles yeah yeah so
0: which has this really tacky indian song playing
1: yeah yeah let's start into the convertible there the fact that this guy so he no at first he follows him to his really middle class home where he's just watering his plants and it it looks pretty normal so he's like yeah this guy's clean this guy this guy doesn't have any uh, yeah and it's one of those quarters
0: it's one of those government yeah it's a quarter yeah. Yeah
1: and then he comes down and he cover, takes off the cover from his car and it's a convert it's a freaking convertible. So I think at this point Bhavesh uh, sorry Sikandar Sikandar is reminded of his dreams with his uh Anjali I think the girlfriend? I don't know her
0: name. Yeah. I don't yeah, her name. When he, yeah when he when he going to yeah. what Atlanta yeah, and, then, and
1: then he and then he says to her that we'll have a convertible one day and we'll have a garage. And then he realizes that he's never gonna have those things. But this guy, this guy has a convertible, and he's he and uh, and obviously he's like done his he's a corrupt person, and that's why he can afford something like this. So I, I think that part, the that that silence where he he doesn't say anything, and then that's what he was thinking. I think that's what he was thinking about, and that is that causes that shift in him.
0: Yeah, I didn't think of it that way. That's actually really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I totally yeah. get what you're saying. And 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 also that it's really relatable because we all know people like this. We all know yeah. people like this.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So we've spent a lot of time talking about this film. So I'm gonna to go to the next film, which is also by the same person who directed Bhaveshisoba. Wow, mm, what Sopar, are we
1: talking about? Which is trapped. Trapped,
0: yes. <laughs> which is again I think I think a lot of people must have watched it. If you haven't watched it, just why have you not watched it? Because Rajkumar Rao. Okay. Rajkumar Rao. Because Rajkumar yeah. Rao and and also Aditya Motwani. I'm not saying that all the other films that we like Bhave Joshi Superhero is just 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 do yourself a favor and watch it, okay? Uh, but, yeah, but for trap. Also,
1: I would like to talk about Harshvardhan Kapoor's acting. So, so the here's the thing. Kind of...
0: We have to talk about a bunch of other films.
1: Alright, cool. Yeah.
0: And I want to talk about Rajkumar Rao. So shut up. So, uh, yeah, why I want to applaud applaud Vikramaditya Motwani for Trapped especially is because of the limited... We are talking about a limited space. We are talking about one character.
1: A two-bedroom apartment.
0: Yeah, and the entire film will not let you get up. I I am... I just write it down. You will... And you will feel everything... That Rajkumar Rao is feeling. Literally everything. That
1: is tremendous acting and amazing uh, cinematography. It's only, it's naturally lit. There's no, I'm pretty sure there was little to no artificial light on that. And uh, also Siddharth Devan. Siddharth Divan, the cinematographer. He's yeah. worked on amazing films like also Bhavish Joshi and tumbad
0: oh. which
1: he won an award for. tumbad was beautifully shot
0: yeah which we will also talk about <laughs>
1: we'll also talk about tambar yes
0: but yeah trapped you know i don't i can't talk a lot about it i just i just can say that it's just one of those films which will make you feel everything that that particular character in the film is feeling like you uh, i was talking to my mom the other day right and my the first thing that i said when i talked about trapped uh was uh, the first thing she said was that dude i started to feel claustrophobic
1: yeah, and it my mom doesn't let you breathe, no.
0: Yeah, and my mother like actually has all those like she she starts to feel you know uh, all of those things when she's in a close space. So she she was like, dude, I I felt all of those things and I was like, exactly, right? Like you feel this is this person who's stuck in this one place and he's literally trying everything to just get out of there and it's it's just so heartbreaking and it's so like you just You're just pitching for this guy to just get out of that place. Yeah. Which is brilliant. If... I will fight anyone who says (laughs) somebody else other than Rajkumar Rao could have done it. Or that Rajkumar Rao is not a brilliant actor.
1: For someone who hasn't watched this film, I'll tell you the plot. So this guy is trying to... uh, And this
0: is not going to ruin the film for you. Trust me.
1: This is not (laughs) nothing. This is the entire story and yet you know nothing. Okay. The entire story is this guy... Is uh, getting late for something and then he's in a hurry and then he gets locked inside his apartment.
0: That is. And then is he's trying it. to get out of it. And that, that happens in like the first some minutes of the film.
1: I think. No, actually, about not in 70%, the first. I think 70% of the film does not have a single line of dialogue.
0: Again, exactly. Exactly.
1: That is again some beautiful, beautiful acting, a lot of visual storytelling. Just, I, I want to clap this one out.
0: Yeah, seriously, same. I just, and I love, I I just, Rajkumar Rao is going to, you give him some years and some amazing deals. He is going to change I can't the wait, scene.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to see him again and again.
0: Now, now I'm going to talk about a film that I am eternally grateful. Uh, mm, for, what is it? <laughs> I'm eternally grateful that you suggested to me and I watched it. And I think I will, I think... I think I will always just think about it when I'm writing something like like this, is A Death in the Gunch, which is, which is, I, I'm pretty sure again, a lot of people don't know about this film. Uh, yeah,
1: this one I'm pretty
0: sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this film is a 2016 film. It's actually shot, like it's it's directed by Konkana Sen. It's written by Konkana Sen, And she won actually a Best Debutant Director IFA award for this film and I think it went for a bunch of other festivals also as far as I know
1: I think it was uh uh screened in Cannes, I think
0: something like Not that sure. yeah yeah now okay
1: <sighs> but the film just a yeah. little bit
0: of just a little bit of basic things so it's it's actually in English but it's said set, set in India uh Risha will be able to tell you better of the location because uh all of that and um Here's a film I think both of us can talk about for hours. Because we've just We act- have
1: already talked about for hours. Yeah. It's, and and, I st- and we still have more to talk about. It's yeah. beautiful.
0: And then we actually attended that whole session of Konkana Sane actually talking about the film. Yeah. And it's just... Okay, just a little bit about the story. So, it's it's a thriller. It's a thriller slash...
1: What is it's it? thriller it's- slash mystery. Mystery, I think.
0: Yeah, so the thing is in the first scene of the film you'll know that it's mystery. And then in the entire through the film, you will just be trying to figure it out.
1: Yeah, and it's it's I think one of the best thrillers made in India cinema. Indian yes. cinema ever. Yes.
0: Also amazingly done. Okay. This is set in sixties. Nineteen
1: sixties. McAllen's McAllen yes. Gunj. Yes. In Jharkhand.
0: Which is an actual place.
1: Yeah it's an actual place yes. and uh it seems it's an actual story narrated to Konkona and by her father yes yeah that's how she wrote the screenplay
0: just if you if you're in if you want to watch a film which is just something really fresh and something very visually appealing as well because I'm really into films which are very visually appealing, so please watch *A Death in the Bunch Because even when I heard her, uh, how her team kind of put together the the way it's going to look, because it's set in the sixties, right? So all the costumes and everything are going to be in it. Now, for the actors to lure you in,
1: yeah, <laughs> it's an ensemble cast. It it has uh, you go ahead.
0: No, you 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 do it.
1: It has Gulshan Kumar. Yes. Uh, amazing. It has Vikrant Masi. Yes. Uh, also amazing.
0: You will fall in love with him.
1: <laughs> Vikran Masi is. For people who uh, don't
0: know, if you watched Mirzapur, the, the Chotu yeah. guy. He's he's he's
1: brilliant.
0: He's very underrated. He's brilliant. Super brilliant. underrated.
1: Brilliant. He was there in Lotera also. Again.
0: Yeah. Again. Now, Just
1: watched it today.
0: For idiots who don't know, both of these people also, uh Kalki Kochlin. And it also has Jim Sarb. So for it also
1: has Jim Sarb. <laughs>
0: that's a little bit of thirst trap.
1: Also, Om Puri, it was his last film. Yes, it, it has Om, Om Puri in it.
0: Film. So, all of those people. And um, here's a little bit of other story. It's again, one of the uh, themes of the film is mental health and mental, mental, you know, like basically, a, basically, a, like the inside of a person when they're when they're being put into situations where they're being pushed more and more you know where there's this one character who's being pushed every single day to just yeah. break apart when they've yeah, done it's... nothing
1: yeah and and when they when they uh, like they're like a genuine person who's who's completely misunderstood by everyone not given a chance to speak and in every way put down by everyone.
0: Yeah, which is why it is very relatable. Because at a, one point in all our lives, we've been in that situation where we've just been picked on for something. Or we've been outcasted by somebody or something like that. And another one of the reasons why I really, 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 really like this one is because of the setting. It's of it's a family vacation. Now, here's the thing. as As Indians, we all have been in situations like these where there is something and konkona also talked about this so she she talked about how you know sometimes you're in a, in this familial setting where this one person is trying to pick on you you know or they're just saying something that is inappropriate or um and it can be in any way it can be in any context inappropriate in any context or it's just something that is not needed you know and they're just trying to bring up something. They're just trying to make you feel bad or somebody, you know, make, you know, they're trying to make them feel bad. And in that setting, you don't know what to say, you know, because you're in a family environment. And, you know, again, you think, why would this person try to hurt me? Why would yeah. this person want to do something like this to me? Why would this person want, want want to make me feel bad, right? And it's it's in that situation, you don't know what to do, because these are people you know, and it's set, it's set in the heart of that. It's set in the heart of family. And there are these very little things throughout the film which talk in such a deep depth about, about really intricate details of family life.
1: Yeah, and every, mem- every member of the family has a layer. Everyone has something to hide.
0: Very important. To do
1: the most. I think the one who actually doesn't have any secrets... To the viewer, is the one who's the most annoying. Yeah, it's that Vikram. Vikram. Yeah,
0: yeah. and you will hate him. You will
1: grow to hate him. You will hate, You'll hate him, him from the beginning only.
0: You will hate him. You will you will hate him so much, like you would actually want to just get in there and punch him. Like I'm not kidding. You yeah. you just hate him so much.
1: And it's it's amazing for a film to be able to do that to you.
0: And again, beautiful. The setting and everything is just so beautiful. It's. Um, there's this one scene which has a tree and it has Shutu and Tani which is a kid in the film. Tani's a kid and they're both sitting and they're trying to kill a caterpillar with a what? What is that called? Mm. What is that called? Magnifying, the magnifying glass. glass. With a magnifying glass and it's there's a long shot of it which is oh, I love so beautiful. Yeah, it's just so beautiful yeah. and I, I really liked it for the costumes and everything also. And when I got to know that they actually went around looking for a perfect house because of the way she had written it and everything. It's just mm, yeah, amazing. Yeah,
1: shot in that house.
0: Yeah, just really, just watch Death in the Guns, you know. It's so beautifully, beautifully done.
1: And it's pretty relevant today also. Yeah. I signed a lot of uh, parallels with that and Parasite.
0: Yes, which is also a film that we're going to talk about.
1: We're going to talk about Parasite. Eh? Yes. Uh, okay.
0: Um. <laughs> yeah,
1: but as I was saying, it has it is um it is still relevant. If I mean, it is very recent film, but since it's it's set in nineteen sixties, you'd think that that's a different world and this is a different world. No, it's it's a, it's it is this world we're talking about in the film. Yes. And uh, Shuto is a real person.
0: Which shows brilliant acting. Brilliant yes. acting and sorry, I was trying to say brilliant writing. Because you can really, you can really see when you, you know, when, whenever you see a film which has characters, which justify themselves to you, where you know the characters so well, like when we were talking about Bhavesh Joshi, and we were talking about how you just know the character so well, right? Yeah. But when you talk about a film like Trapped, you don't know anything about this guy.
1: Yeah. If you think in, about till it. till the end, you don't know anything about him.
0: Which is fine. Which is fine. It works yeah, for the and film. And it's
1: still fi- It's still fine. I have no problems. I don't want to know him also.
0: Yeah, but again, in, in something like Bhavish Joshi and in something like uh, A Death in the Ganj is is something, you know, you're just like, dude, just stop. Like, why are you doing this to this person? Why are yeah. all of that? So all those all those things and why it's very relevant again, I think and it'll always be is because of the mental mental state of Shutu. Um, Vikramas's character that is shown
1: the toxic masculinity, the mental yes. state of the person.
0: Yes, there is sexism. There is sexism. That's,
1: yeah, that's sexism. And that's, which is brilliant
0: that... because it's 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 a Bengali family. It's a Bengali um, progressive family, you know. So they... yeah,
1: so it's it's that pseudo sexism. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, and so it's they're, also they're pseudo... like trying to
1: pretend like it's not happening, but we all know it is there.
0: Yeah, which will frustrate you because and there's... it's.
1: Yeah, it's not like, it's not like that's not an intentional thing. They went for it and they hit home with it. I'm, I'm really, I'm, I, am i am really i am i konkna Sen is brilliant. She's um, an amazing actress and the way she's shot this film, you would think it's a, it's like a very experienced director who's been making films for really and long And she time. has
0: never learned filmmaking. She does. This she, is her
1: first film. This is her
0: I, first film I, and, no, we're not even telling you to, like, watch it. Like, you know, it's somebody's first film. Just, like, watch it and you'll be... And if after that we had told you that it was, like, her first film, you'd be like, what?
1: <laughs> yeah. She's Aparna Sen's daughter after all.
0: Yeah. And her father also is some scientist, something. He, he does, like, academic writing and all of that.
1: <clears throat> yes.
0: Uh, now, moving on to our next film.
1: What is our next film? Tumbad. Tumbad.
0: Here's the thing though, I've told you, right? So a lot of people had watched it because I analyzed this film for one of my assignments in college and a lot of people had watched it, but I had no idea about this film. So I'm, I'm, I'm counting on the fact that because we've talked about all films that people don't really talk about, um, which is exactly why you should watch them. Uh, But like, Tumbar, yeah, I haven't heard about it and I think you should watch it. Please, please. I've watched it thrice, I think.
1: Let's talk about Tumbar.
0: So just a little bit of context. Tumbar, okay, so it's a 2018 film, and here's the thing. <laughs> here's this the thing. Tumbar you...
1: made me want to make a film <laughs> like it.
0: Plus everything. Plus.
1: Okay. What are the boxes that you would want to tick off? That I you... I'll
0: go to that differently. But first, just to just to lure people in into this. Hmm. Okay. okay. Listen, I'm not trying to be desperate, okay? To anyone who's hearing this, I'm not trying to be desperate. I'm just trying to help you with some good cinema and I'm just trying to tell you that this film was shot over 6 fucking years. Do you realize what that means? 6 fucking it was years. Was shot
1: over 6 years, but it has been in like the storyboards and all happened for about I think about for 14 years ago. Yes. It was uh it was there was a mastermind of some uh of the director. Yes. Who uh, Rahi he made a eight hundred page story. Anand there were two
0: people who directed this: Rahi Anand, Anand Barve and, an Anand Gandhi, yeah. yes. and Anand Gandhi. Yes, and the cinematographer Gandhi, by the
1: way, who's doing amazing recently. Uh, Anand Gandhi is doing amazing. His I think he's directing a sci-fi show.
0: In, in, and, uh, in India,
1: I can't wait for it. Yeah.
0: Is it like an Indian thing?
1: It's an Indian thing. It's a sci-fi Indian show.
0: Okay, and also the cinematographer you're gonna love it, Pankaj Kumar.
1: So the wait.
0: What? Pankaj Kumar was the cinematographer of Tambar, no? He's
1: the
0: one oh. who's done
1: heather.
0: Yeah. Damn. Okay. I thought it was Siddharth Divaan. It's not Siddharth Divaan. It's Pankaj Kumar. Okay. 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 Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, when I say six years to shoot, that doesn't mean that they had a lot of time and they had a travel. No. I mean, that was But six years to shoot because this film is perfection.
1: And yes. that
0: is what perfection requires. And that shows the dedication of a film because they... So, there's a large part of the film which is in rain and they actually shot in rain. So, they had to go to that same place. By the way, loca- the location is phenomenal. I remember Rishab going, oh my God, every single time watching the long shots. So, uh, by the way, I made him watch this film. So, I just want to take credit. Thank
1: and, you so much.
0: Yes. And... Um, so, yeah, it, it was shot over six years and they had to go there every monsoon because they had to shoot yeah, in that actual rain. I, I,
1: I, I saw this uh, documentary they made after making the film, like the making of the film documentary yeah. where they talked about how they had to do like um, multiple takes and then for the next take they'd have to dry Soham Shah. Soham Shah, by the way, the lead actor, also the producer of the film. So they had to dry him up and then wait for him to dry up and then go back into the rain and do those takes again and again and he would just be lying in the mud
0: <laughs> now a little bit context for the for the film it's a uh, story yes yeah so it's wow <laughs> it's sort of mythological right so it's it's based on a story which could be true could not be true which is again another thing that blows your mind because it blew my mind and i love stories so that's the thing um Here's the uh, setting of the film. It's based around Indian independence. So, it's pre-independence, post-independence, independence. So, yeah. you see Pune. You see the city of Pune around that time. And you see this place called Tumbal, which is sort of like a village. And it's actually a real place. And, uh, is it? yeah, it's it's a place on the Western Ghats, as far as oh. what I read. Um, okay. So that is the historical backdrop of the film. And the film is, dude, it's about so many things. How do I simplify this? It's basically about this one place called Tumbar, which has which has been said to have a treasure. And uh, the guy, Soham Shah, who is, uh, I forgot his name in the film. Vinayak.
1: Vinayak. Vinayak yeah.
0: Rao. He is uh, a pundit. Which is again very important for the context of the film. By the way, he uh, he goes to that place and he he's kind of inherited that place, right? And he goes to the place that he was raised in. He was raised in Tombard. Then they had to leave, and then he goes there after like fifteen years to find the treasure. And there's this entire journey of how of how just he just keeps going back there. And I'm I'm not gonna say anything. I don't want to ruin it. But it's just just watch it. Just watch it it's brilliant (laughs) it's brilliant and it's uh, super underrated i feel like
1: this i feel like this podcast is going towards movies you should watch and (laughs) yeah i mean i don't mind i said i'm gonna talk about
0: unconventional films here's the thing if i talk about like indian films that you should definitely definitely watch then tumbar will always be in my highest I i know i talked about a bunch of other films but tumbar is gonna be in my like the films yeah you know have we talked about other films yeah of course they're, they're amazing the,
1: the main theme of the, the film it's greed right and you don't really so it's it's there the the the, the overarching theme of greed it's there throughout the film but you don't really need, know that what the greed is for you don't know until halfway through the film what what are they so scared of why is this? Oh, it's also in it's also basement?
0: it's also a horror film, by the way.
1: It is a horror film, but it yeah, it's it a won't scare thriller. you. It Amazing. won't
0: scare you. It will make you afraid. There's no yeah. ghosts, guys. There's no ghosts, but, you'll, no you'll, ghosts, you'll but know keep about... you you
1: you'll know about. You'll think about it.
0: Yes, so that's that, and I really wanted to talk about the cinematic. It's a deeply
1: philosophical film, I think
0: it is it leaves you thinking
1: yeah and it's a masterful it's it's a it's a it's a masterpiece i really want you to talk about sure. the
0: cinematography of this film yes tell me i just wanted to like like for example <laughs> do you remember that shot where the kid comes out i don't want to uh, yeah the, this is, And uh, there's a yeah. 360 degree Ooh. camera move okay i i'll tell you what so when i watched it I was like, ah, okay, okay. They're trying to do something cool here. They're trying to do something cool here. And up until like 180 degrees, so what happens? portrait. i start talking in layman language. Hmm. Portrait like, so it's portrait, but basically like they've put, it in a, they've put it in a landscape. Huh. Do you get it? Yeah. So if the guy is standing, it's at like a portrait shot and then it's been put into a landscape. So you yeah. see it sideways. And then it, then the camera moves three sixty degree, and I'm like, okay, okay, this is cool, this is cool. But when it comes down to that end of that shot, and there's all that arta in that in that one one like gully sort of a thing with the light in the background, only his silhouette. Oh,
1: dude, I remember that shot. And, and I, I was
0: like, friend. shit. I was like, yeah. wow, wow.
1: I think I think it. I uh, so. It caught my attention in in that moment where the kid is running towards the the house on top of the hill. I was going
0: to just talk about extreme, that. There's this extreme,
1: like like this really aerial wide, shot. Really, not not aerial. It's on the ground. It's a really wide shot. It it gave me it gave me Emmanuel Lubezki vibes, like from The Revenant.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, it 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 was a really wide shot. So we're we're with this guy who's running, and it's the there's so much movement it's such a dynamic shot i oh it's beautiful and he just runs into i mean this is this is that that at that point i knew that uh this is an amazing film cinematography wise
0: yeah i remember so that's one
1: box checked uh checked
0: yeah i remember (laughs) you being like shit (laughs) yeah another thing uh dialogues very very well done because mm. they, uh, they,
1: I mean, they spent years writing this film, so.
0: They do a lot for sense. the, they do a lot for the film because the film is very mythical slash mythological slash horror slash all of these things, uh, while also talking a lot about the lingo that they used to use in that time uh, uh, and all of that. So, so that is something that really caught my attention because it, I, when I watched the second or the third time, like when I watched it with you, I think that was the third time I was watching it and I, yeah. I actually paid attention. I remember you even asking me like, "What did she say?" I couldn't understand, and all of that is because it takes you some time to actually understand what every person is saying. You know, when that grandmother says that, "Don't do what I did," you know, you're mm. going to regret this. Yeah,
1: and then and then she's like, "But tu tu hai. Uh, you, You're
0: Haan. my grandson. You're going to do this.
1: Haan. And then this guy's like, "Yehi tu gun hai Ooh. <laughs> and song, like, Ooh, And really then that song. And then that and then
0: that song comes in. There's this is one song that plays throughout the film. A lot.
1: Song. There's this song.
0: I don't remember the song, but I just remember the beats in my head. It plays immediately after that. He starts laughing hysterically.
1: <laughs> yeah. Also, the soundtrack. The soundtrack was amazing. It was composed really by uh, some guy from I think Europe, some part of Europe. I don't know. Oh. Also the yeah, VFX was...
0: you haven't talked about the VFX yeah, guys the VFX is also guys amazing. there's there's amazing VFX in this film <laughs> yeah which I is mean, crazy stop watching
1: bahubali if i don't know i don't know stop watching bahubali wow Most
0: i'm it's... actually seeing people be like oh, this is it at this point i stop listening
1: <laughs> no but generally VFX is something very important in cinema i mean at least present day it's not it's not uh, something that that if you use a lot of it, you're like a very technical guy, and you're not an artistic uh, artistic artistic uh, person. VFX is important. It it's so a lot of times you write something that you cannot bring to life, and VFX is is an artistic tool. It's just like a camera. It's a it's a tool that helps you bring that vision to life. So it's very important. And this film, it it was a it, this tool was used perfectly. It did not take me out of it at all. You can always tell when VFX is bad and cheap, but this one was not bad. I remember it watching
0: was... it and then asking Rishabh. I was like, "Was that part VFX? Because that was fucking real."
1: Yeah, I saw the uh, the hustler. <laughs> I thought it was a real thing. I it was shot with a with a real guy Person, in prosthetics personally. for reference, like for eye matching and all that. But but like later they converted it into three D thing. I thought, I thought the actual thing that's in the final cut, I thought it was a guy in prosthetics because it looked very real.
0: Yeah, all those, all those idiots who like uh, Indians can do, you know, this, just just fucking watch Thumbar, just shut the fuck up, just shut the fuck up and watch Thumbar, okay?
1: Yeah. It's also invisible a lot of times. There's a lot of set set extensions where, like, so they, they, obviously no location is perfect. So they wanted to go for this really isolated place where it's surrounded by mountains, but in the actual location there were mountains, but there were a lot of houses and also they had to get rid of those and all that. Also make it look a little more cloudy than it is and all that. So yeah, because
0: didn't. it's the, the feel, uh, the rain plays a very rain. important, super important for that film, yeah. Okay, so the next film that I want to talk about is Parasite. But before we go into Parasite, there's actually one thing that I just told you that I, I, I forgot to tell you about. Mm-hmm. Is that when you we were talking about Bhavish Joshi, yeah, yeah. And I talked about Vikramaditya Aditya Motwani. No, like before that also. There's just like some really cool things. Because I feel like I didn't know about him. I don't know if other people knew about him. He's also made Sacred Games, by the way, guys. Oh
1: yeah, he has made Sacred Games and he was nominated for... An Emmy for Sacred Games. He's a yeah, showrunner he's, for Sacred Games.
0: He's made Lutera and uh, Trapped, we talked about. And then his debut film was Udaan, which you watched today. Yeah,
1: I watched Udaan today.
0: And he produced a bunch of stuff. He produced Goal, he produced Queen, he produced Masan and NH10. Yeah, yeah,
1: I think he's also produced this. Yeah, Masan, yeah
0: a bunch of things but that is not what I want to tell you I'm just going to mention that because I had guys I just read up so I want to mention it uh, here's the thing did you know he actually was an assistant of Sanjay I knew Rila that yes. and ah no you're not supposed to know that this was supposed to be my cool moment I knew it and for and for films like Humble De Chukis Ananam and Devdas, he was
1: the assistant director yeah
0: guys that is... look at Sacred Games and then look at Devdas. <laughs> Moral of the story, you can always maintain your originality, no matter who tells you what.
1: And you can also take inspiration. Like, I think Lotera had a lot of Bhavish, uh, sorry, uh, Sanchalila uh, Bansali. Sanchalila Bansali feels, feels yeah. yes,
0: yes. Big, I think yeah. all of
1: his films, you know, all of Vikramarita Motwani films, they kind of yeah. have an okay start. And then from the middle of the film, the, the whole filmmaking and the acting, it all takes a huge leap and it goes and it goes like from okay this is a nice thing I know what you're trying to do it's kind of working to it like completely sucking you into it
0: yeah, I like felt that thing right thing thing now I from told watching about...
1: Lutera like the beginning of the film is fine It like they were going for really nice like nice movements and over the top you know making, th- be making people maybe making things look cool and all that but from the middle of the film so until then i was like okay this is a really nice story but f- as as far as direction and shots and things goes it's not something like too good like it's 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 fine but from the middle from from the midpoint of the film it got so good like the shots widened and he gave more room to the actors like there's this one scene where uh um uh run- what's his name ranveer, Kap- ranveer, ranveer, singh. Singh. ranveer singh and sunashi sinha are kind of struggling and they're like trying to fight it's not a choreographed right but so it's like a it's a one take and it's a wide frame so it's that kind of stuff was not there in the first in the beginning of the film so i thought it's just one of those films but it really yeah. really gets better even Bhavish joshi i'd this is what exactly. i was going to talk about
0: yesterday i told you the same exact thing so here's the thing i watched the film and i called rishabh up and i'm like i watched it first of all he was not excited <laughs> at all which i'm really ra- sad about because because he he was shut up he was he I was trying he, to get you to watch the
1: film for so long
0: he does this thing where he'll watch a film and then he'll like it so much so he'll keep telling me to watch it which is amazing but it gets irritating at some time sometimes <laughs> And so, it was one of those things. And then I finally watched it. So, so when you finally do a certain thing that a person has been asking you to do, they, they, they do get like a little bit, you know, like, oh my God. And then he didn't. And I felt really sad about it. I was. But other than that,
1: happy the was.
0: first thing that I told him about the film was that I didn't like it at first. It
1: had a mediocre start. It, it, guys and, here's
0: the thing if you watch Bhavesh Joshi and in the starting you're like what the fuck it's completely fine just sit through it and, and you will not regret it, like it
1: gets exponentially minutes, yes. better everything gets better everything Harshvardhan Kapoor's acting like it's it's all right in the beginning but slowly slowly you can feel that like he's act he starts talking through his eyes it's amazing I am a fan I I, I didn't harsh, I, I don't know Harshwadan Kapoor from anywhere else I have only Same. watched him in this film, and I and I love his acting. He's he's an amazing artist. He actually becomes the character from the middle, and I think I think like all of his films, he he has this really like. I I like to imagine where he's like on set and he's like, okay guys, this is going pretty mediocre. Let's tab, let's like and he goes on like a giving a pep talk, and everyone is like, okay, let's let's put our A game into okay, this. Okay, okay,
0: before before you go into all of those dreams <sighs> about. About Harshvardhan Kapoor. No, I'm,
1: I'm talking about uh, uh, Vikramaditya Motwani.
0: Oh, you're talking about Vikramaditya Motwani? Yeah, because every... You're talking Hadan. about Harsh... Uh, I got it.
1: Everything yeah. becomes better in the second half, you know.
0: True, dude. This is like... Just one of one of those people where you're just... You're like... The quality of things, He's you know? amazing. It's like,
1: he's a visionary. I can say because he's made something like Sacred Games. it's It's not perfect, but it's very i'm very proud of sacred games and i'm proud to say that it was made in india i'm very proud
0: exactly exactly and you when you watch all of these films that he's made it, i mean i'm i can only talk about bhavesh yoshi superhero and trapped right now yeah you you will get insanely proud and you these are all in fact all of these films that we're talking about uh, we're, we're done with all the hindi films i'm gonna talk about other films two other films mm. now but all these hindi films that we talked about i'm incredibly proud yeah. of all these films i'm so I'm proud so of these happy. films and i'm
1: yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah,
0: and all of those people who are living in that bubble to be like, you know, uh, Indian films are just like that. See, here's the thing we we've talked about this before, you and I, and we've talked about how Indian cinema is very different Bollywood. from what yes. we understand as Bollywood, right? All of the all of that pomp and show and everything, yeah, is something else. And films yeah, are know, something even else. Even in doesn't...
1: Bollywood, there are gems, like there are some really good films, but they're kind yes. of so commercial that people don't look at it from the artistic point of view they only look at it from which
0: again is understandable right i understand that everybody will not look at films the way we look at it right which is exactly why i'm doing this is exactly why conversations like this need to happen and exactly why i wanted to talk to you about this because we've i re I really like how we've watched some healthy films and a lot of people that I know my age you know they are watching phenomenal films like you you'll you'll talk about Nolan films and all all of these amazing films before you st- stop so smiling I'm smiling
1: <laughs> okay i'm sorry i'm
0: not smiling i mean i'm saying everybody talks about nolan films and i'm not saying i'm comparing these to that or comparing that to this but i'm just saying that there's a lot of cinema for us to be proud of too you know yes and we're just not discovering we it should enough.
1: Discover it. it's very important it's out like there
0: everybody's everybody's talking about irfan khan here's the thing okay you were talking about irfan khan he's a phenomenal actor yes but nobody really has ever i think it's I don't know. I just really felt like people were talking about him now, but how people just. It's. You know, because he's not one of those limelight actors. Because it's these because kind of, of actors. How an you know,
1: actor he is. As I said, he's not. Exactly. As I said, he's not Ifan Khan. He's the character. Irfan Khan is just another But that's person. what I'm
0: saying. People don't. People won't celebrate this guy the way they would. They would celebrate any Bollywood actor. Yeah. Right? Do you get it? Because these people, these people, you know, they don't, they don't go in for the legacy.
1: They go in for they the. They create art. a legacy
0: no matter yeah. what. They will always have a legacy in in people like like our hearts. He, that will be there. Obviously. Yeah, like you
1: said. But the, these people, the people Nawazuddin Siddiqui, Irfan Khan, Nasiruddin Shah. Yeah,
0: yes. True, and true and artists. These people, and Irfan Khan has talked about how like he will not go conventional any day of his life. He will not. He he. He refuses to be conventional.
1: Yeah, that is why it's Which so I'm not important saying is for the... us to talk about these films and these filmmakers. Like I know we could we could talk about so Sanjay Leela uh um, Rajkumar Hirani. These guys are amazing. Rajkumar Hirani is a master. He's a, he's amazing. He's made all the films he's made are, are amazing. We could analyze his work for hours, but. But he, he's already out there. We all know Raskumar Hirani. The next film he's 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 making. We're all gonna watch it. We've all watched series. We've all watched PK and Sanju. You have not watched Sanju. You should. And sure? we're
0: talking about. But, <laughs> okay, we're talking about people making a brand here, yeah. right? And then and then I'm talking about people who are not. I mean, let's, let's talk about Death and the Gunj. I mean, tell you, tell me. I, I I don't know. I don't talk to enough people uh, who are like. Oh dude you know like I watched this film like I think Konkana Sane is going to be my number one inspiration as a v- woman True. director yes. in India yes. because because we know we know the kind of sexism in the industry like and we're not even in the industry we <laughs> already know about it yeah. but I really want to talk about it because I I genuinely felt that dude I was really inspired and I was like oh my god she she really did this yeah
1: this movie has heart it everyone and and, and
0: people if people say shit like you know that her genetic thing and all of that but when you actually listen to her interviews and everything you'll you'll actually figure out that she did this by herself and she was trying to figure it out just as much as I would or any other person would and it's it's a really personal story and the kind of work that she's put in and I think that's something to be incredibly proud of absolutely Now we'll talk about
1: Parasite. Also, Zoya Akhtar. Sorry. Also, Zoya Akhtar. We have to talk. I acknowledge Zoya Akhtar. She's also...
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, she's
1: out there. She's... Everyone knows Zoya Akhtar. We're all going to watch her next film. But also, she's amazing. Like Raskar Hani, we could analyze her work. And they're really good artists, but they are commercial. So, we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the really good artists who could do with a little more attention.
0: Exactly. And it's not just about attention. If you go out to actually look for these films, you will actually find them, you know. I think most of us are not trying to find them. I
1: have, I really, I literally want to make a list of movies that I should watch and they're all Hindi, like Indian movies, not Hindi. And... And I'm exactly I'm sure yeah yeah I'm I'm
0: re- also I'm really sorry that we I've we've not included like other language films yeah. and I've actually tried to make the effort of watching like Reema Das for example for people who don't know again I found her like very randomly and she's made this film called Village Rockstars which I haven't watched but I watched Bulbul Can Sing and they're both on Netflix so you can watch them again um she's never she she never went to film school it was another one of those uh directors that i was really shocked to find because i was like oh my god oh, this is this is a woman who made of regional uh like she made the films in regional languages and then they went for like so many uh international it was our film submission festivals. for the oscars exactly did you know yeah, that it, did you it, know it, that
1: tumbard was not the submission this one was the submission for that year i haven't watched the film i really want to i will watch it
0: i really want to watch village Rockstars. uh but I watched Bulbul say and when I watched it, I saw so much of potential. And there were some, it's it's um it's a uh, so it's an Assamese. okay. Hmm. So it's not like we. Th- I just want to say that it's not like we couldn't have included the language ones. I just wanted to start with the Hindi ones, and maybe we can get to.
1: Yeah, we can maybe do that in some other podcast.
0: Yeah. Now let's talk about. If you still want parasite. me in
1: another podcast.
0: Shut the fuck up. Let's talk about parasite. <laughs> okay.
1: Hmm. Another true artist who has been getting a lot of attention recently, and for good reasons. thing,
0: yeah, it's we're not saying it's ungun- it's you know not in the mainstream because we've talked about sort of not. In
1: Parasite the deserves things. all the love and more.
0: Yeah, I want to talk about Parasite because one, I didn't want it to be like, oh yeah, we're just gonna talk about Hindi films and English films because there's a world out there mm. yes. which is very important to discover. And uh, I'm pretty sure most people have watched uh, Parasite, so I want you to talk about the film that you watched the other day. By Bong joon Memories of Murder. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it was it was his second commercial uh, feature film. Um, the first one yeah. being The Host, which was which is now a cult classic because now because of Parasite, everyone's going back and looking at his work, and everyone's like appreciating a lot of his work. But uh, Memories of Murder was the film that made him successful and popular in Korea, in South Korea. Yeah. And uh, for good reason, that film is beautiful. Every, as it's, it's, it's not like Dumbar at all. But, but like, similar to tumbari it checks all the boxes. I, I watched Parasite and I loved it. It's, it's, uh... What can I say? It's
0: For people who haven't watched Parasite, what's it to What's it I not
1: you give a shit about cinema, just please watch Parasite for...
0: Just, yeah, don't be an idiot. Just the
1: message it gives about privilege and, and...
0: So important. Yeah, it's very
1: important. Please watch Parasite. It's important. You have to watch it.
0: And um, here's the thing about... Parasite. I
1: was talking about Memories is... of
0: Murder. Yeah, we're talking about both the things. I cannot talk about Memories of Murder because I haven't watched it.
1: Yeah, so I, I was saying that I watched Memories of Murder because I found Bon Jung Ho through Parasite and I loved Parasite and I went, to, I went into Memories of Murder fresh. I knew it was going to be good because the same director, but I went in fresh. I didn't know what it was about, I, except for a few clips I saw somewhere random on the randomly on the internet. Yeah. It caught. It had me in the first thirty seconds. It's beautiful. It's it's set in a village, and
0: I heard that squeal. <laughs> it's,
1: it's it's set in a village. It doesn't move out of the village, and throughout the film, the village becomes a character. And you like you become a part of that world and everything from the blocking and the writing and the acting is master it's masterful. It's
0: Don't you think then that's similar to Parasite? Because again the house becomes a yeah, thing.
1: Yeah, the the house is a character, yes, yes, similar thing.
0: Yes. And here's one thing that I wanna talk about and we talked about this today, uh, is how certain films because Rishab watched Handadun Dhan today. Yes. And we were talking about how certain films are thriller films. So, like, Parasite is a thriller film, right? And uh, it's it's also sort of a mystery. So, you watch it and it's something very serious. Like, Parasite is so... Like, it's some, about something so serious and something so dark. The film gets dark also, by the way. Really dark, right? yeah. It gets really dark. And
1: really messed up
0: it's all that and you will there will be parts where you will laugh <laughs> yeah
1: and by laugh i don't end. mean
0: like eh, yeah i don't mean like like just you know like eh, jokes beech mein jate but it's actually funny by just actions or something like that and 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 i was i was telling you how you know films that have something very serious as a topic but then there's there's that absurdity to them it's yeah, almost it's absurd, absurd because what of is the happening. contrasting
1: tones. It's ab- it's because it's absurd because we know that oh my god, this is some really messed up shit. But but we also like because of the whole like the the false air of comedy, we feel like it's really absurd because why am I laughing? This is not I'm some I'm not supposed to be laughing at this. Like in uh, the exactly end of parasite. How we in the end it. of parasite, where. Where the the guy is laying down and the vision is blurred and the doctor is bending over and looking at him. Like he's just waking up in the hospital. After the whole thing goes down.
0: He's laughing. You
1: still laugh. And the the doctor laughs and he laughs and he can't do anything but laugh. Like everything, his only reaction to everything is to laugh.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it
1: makes you also laugh. Yeah. So that is like taking a note out of Joss Whedon's thing the guy who directed Avengers, he said, make it dark, make it compelling. (laughs) Okay. So he said, make it dark, make it compelling. Yeah. Like, and a few other lines. And then, like, and then for the love of God, make a joke. Yeah. I think. Which by the way, Marvel
0: has done a lot. So that's, I'm I'm really sad about that. that I'm really, I'm really sad about that. It hurts my heart. I love Marvel, but everything is not a joke. Okay yeah and anyways coming back to Parasite yeah so the contrast that you talked about the Parks family and the Kim family right Hmm. so brilliantly done like uh, the character sketches again a film that is very very relatable like uh, the way we talked about Bhavesh Joshi, and I love how it's become a film that I keep going back to
1: yeah and then a couple (laughs) of months one month earlier I had no clue
0: (laughs) shut up uh, I, I'm
1: talking about myself. I had no clue about Bhavish Joshi.
0: Oh, like that. I thought you meant it sarcastically, <laughs> like, for me. No, no. But, uh, yeah, so... I'm saying, again, the relatability thing, just the way we talked about in Bhavish Joshi, about... about, For example, in Parasite, it's about the rich and the poor. And then in Bhavish Joshi, also it's about rich and the poor. But not only that, it's also about politics. Hmm. Right. And uh, the Parasite and how it justifies its name... Yeah. Is...
1: We don't know who is a parasite.
0: You don't know who is a parasite. You don't know... Everyone
1: is a parasite.
0: Yeah. Everybody's feeding off of everyone. And it's... All. Some
1: people literally and some people metaphorically.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's and beautiful. Here's the thing I that I really liked about in the film. So, if you've noticed, I this is for people. This is not for you. You already know that. I really like the little things in the film. Like, if it's, it's like a little object Word. or something like that so for me it was the stone and I and I yeah. I read about the stone and the stone is actually a scholar stone it's pretty well known in Korea and it's actually uh, for good luck for families and how metaphorically uh, Bong Joon-ho has used that stone to actually show how that good luck for example in the starting the stone weighs heavy and then it brings good luck and then slowly later on it turns into bad luck and when their house gets flooded stone comes rising up Floats, to him and it's weightless yeah. and it's weightless yeah. yeah which is such a beautiful metaphorical representation and i live for that shit
1: it, th- those kind of things are there and memories of murder also
0: yeah i can i can i can make out that he's one of those people you know
1: yeah dude i'm telling you you watched memories of murder without knowing it's a 2003 made film it was made in 2003 it's
0: made in 2003
1: yeah, and you haven't even watched the film. So, after you watch the film, Whoa. if you don't know that it was made that long ago and it was his second film, you're gonna, you're gonna, your mind is gonna be blown. Because, because it's his second film and Memories of Murder is a masterpiece. It's perfect. Coming back to Parasite, yeah.
0: I think we're pretty much done with Parasite. Because, what else is there in Parasite? Because, <laughs> because here's the thing, we're gonna talk about. Seven. Okay. How are you not excited? Wolf?
1: No, I, I'm. I'm. I'm thinking about more things to talk about *Parasite* because
0: you can always obviously few, okay, circle so, back to uh, them. Okay, so
1: *Parasite* won the Oscars for best picture, which is for the production team, best director, which is for Bon Joon-ho, best screenplay, best original screenplay. It is very original, by the way. <laughs> best original screenplay, Bon Joon-ho. Yeah. and what else did he win for i think it won for production design i no,
0: think so I think yeah because for, for sound, sound design was...
1: 1917 won, no huh. and for editing ford versus ferrari one
0: yeah
1: yeah but i also want to talk about cinematography yes this film looks great it, it's amazingly short it's and um
0: the sound also the music yeah. plays a very important role in parasite
1: the music yeah the You'd, score yeah the,
0: you do all, not realize how it plays an important role in it but again it does. the
1: contrasting tones that is really light hearted uh, song playing where when these guys are fighting for the phone and the stakes are so high the stakes are so high Like this building of this uh, of the, the 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 till that point in the film you will start to kind of know the characters it's kind
0: of like opera music right
1: yeah, it's it's an it's like a it's a it's it's something Tarantino does really well. So he oh puts. Oh my in god! Bloody... I was gonna
0: when I when I when I talked about it gets really dark. I was gonna say it's kind of like Tarantino, like when that guy is hitting his head really hard on the button, and he's like respect. <laughs> that is so Tarantino.
1: Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but but Tarantino is a master of that. Uh. So yeah. So when things get really bloody in his films, which is all of his films. He plays this really upbeat song which doesn't go up with what's happening on screen at all, and that makes you very uneasy. And this similar thing happens in Bonjungho's Parasite when they're fighting for the phone. So there's four people versus two people literally fighting for a phone. But so this seems silly, but when you watch it, you're gonna be so scared because the stakes are really high.
0: Yeah. And again, that concept of absurdity comes in, which we were talking about. It's a very serious situation, but it's funny. And you're like, why the fuck is this funny?
1: It's just masterfully written. The blocking in the film, also, I want to talk about, because it was, I think, a lot of inspiration from David Fincher's work, because David Fincher does this really well. He does not move the camera without a motivation. The camera will not move just like that, to show something. The camera will move with a character. Yeah. If the character does something, then the camera will move. If the character points to something, then the camera will move there. Yeah. So the films are written also in that way too. Like uh so like this really one really uh simple, subtle thing where the park family is not Park family, the poor family. What are they? They're the uh, park Kim, family,
0: Kim, right?
1: Kim. Kim's family, yes. They're sitting on the sofa after the the rich guy, rich rich house sofa after they've gone for the camping trip. Yeah, and it's raining outside, and they're just like uh eating dinner and drinking, and they're just talking. It's Mm -hmm. that that's that of that that it's such a conversation between them, and they're talking about how rich people are only rich because uh, are only nice because they're rich and all that. So the conversation is important, but if you think about it, if you analyze it frame by frame, every movement every character makes, is is planned like every movement every character makes actually makes the camera move to a certain person and then that person yeah. speaks the blocking is incredible it's i think they they took ins- i think he took inspiration from david fincher and then this they just blew it up this was then murder uh mr um this one memories of murder also but not as good as parasite parasite was brilliantly done this way
0: which talks a lot. I mean, 2003, the film that you watched. And then this is like 2020, so.
1: 19, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. so many so years, So what right? I'm saying
1: is it was written, it was written from the writing stage itself. They thought of the shots they're going to take and what they're going to do when they're going to say these lines. Yeah. And it's, it blows my mind. Someday maybe I'll, I don't know. I'd want to do something like this.
0: It I won't know. be shocked if you do it.
1: Shut up, don't flatter me.
0: Fine. Cool.
1: (laughs) No, totally do it.
0: Okay, so you were talking about David Fincher. So we'll talk about David Hmm. Fincher now. David Fincher. I'm going to talk about Seven.
1: Let's talk about Seven.
0: Which is the only 1995 film that we... This is the only 90s film that we're talking about. We actually talked about the same timeline of films, you know?
1: Yeah, most of them were 2010s.
0: Yeah. Except 2015, for, 2015, 2018. Yeah. So, okay, let's. Except talk. for
1: Odan, I think Odan. We didn't talk about Odan, but it came in 2010.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah go ahead, let's talk about Seven.
0: So, Seven is a Table Finch of him. It's a 995 film, which is again not an unconventional film, but I want to talk about it, one, because it completely blew my mind. Second, because I. It's kind of like. An old film now. And I think it's one of those films. That you should keep going back to.
1: If you think about it. It's been over 25 years. Since the film came out.
0: Exactly. Now this film is.
1: And Brad Pitt hasn't aged a day. Just saying.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay.
1: Dude. Yeah. So. It's beautiful this film.
0: It's about. It's these. It it has. uh, Morgan Freeman. And. uh, Brad Pitt. And they're both detectives, and they're trying to solve a murder, which and those a series of murders, and the murders are based on the seven deadly sins. Yes. Uh.
1: It also has Kevin Spacey in the antagonist.
0: Yeah, and here's hmm. the thing, you know, Kevin Spacey actually he, so he told the director, so when this film was getting uh the public, you know, the public the publicity and all that was happening prior to, uh, all of that. Uh, of the, the release of the film the posters were be made kevin spacey is in none of the posters actually because he said that i'm not going to be part of uh, any part of the publicity and anything because um it's just going to reveal the mystery yeah
1: i think yeah fincher fincher is a and it kind really of a good it, thing about
0: it kind uh, of blew up no it kind of blew up because because later on it was realized that that kind of completely took away kevin spacey's performance from the film Hmm. Because yeah. because these two became uh, no I mean he is in a very small part of the film actually, but but
1: but see if he was there in the promotions we'd all we'd all know that he exactly, would be there exactly. in the film at some point
0: exactly. so that would
1: see that 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 again David Fincher is does that he very rarely goes into close-ups because we is like he said this like we as an audience we have watched a lot of films and we know that when we when we are in a close up we know that this is important and we're supposed to be paying attention and something important some something important's going to happen here so yeah. david fincher consciously avoids going to close ups until and also when he does it he does it for random shit like 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 to just throw or throw throw some Like, to just misguide the audience and... Yeah, for example,
0: in the first thing, that's gluttony, right? The first sin.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
0: And it's just this... It's also the uncomfortableness. It's the uncomfort... There's that close-up of that guy, that fat guy on his neck. And there are all these nerves. And it just freaks the shit out of you. It's in the first (laughs) five minutes of the film. And you're just like, fuck. Also,
1: rain in 7, the torrential rain.
0: Yes. very important again the entire setting and everything actually it's just i mean it's it's a film that you will uh, like there's no way you will not take it seriously because
1: from the beginning itself
0: yeah again why which is why i want to talk about the opening credits oh yeah it's made by this guy called kyle cooper and he actually he used to do some like stuff by himself before he was asked to do the okay so here's the thing this guy um I don't know who, one of one of the people who were working with the film, uh, they had to, like, present a part of the film to, I think, the producers or somebody. And they had to put in a little bit of part. And so, they, they got this guy on, Kyle Cooper, and he had to make a little bit for the film. And he ended up doing that, you know, really cool thing of John Doe, who's... The who's, montage.
1: Yeah. Who's
0: Kevin Spacey, who was... Oh, the, I didn't know this. Yeah, so that's why I want to talk about it. So, he... Um, so so So, basically, the opening credits of the film... Uh, have uh, the villain uh, John Doe uh, basically uh, uh, mapping out all the all the information that he'd been keeping in and all the things that he's doing and all the pictures of the murders and everything hmm. uh, and uh, it's it's really well done and I remember you pointed out and all of that and then I, I, I kind of went into it and so this guy Kyle Cooper who made the opening credits actually he went on to work on a bunch of projects and Zack Snyder, you know, once he said that people don't want to take Kyle Cooper on, on any of the projects. And so he's become really famous now, by the way, and he's done some like really cool stuff Wait, a lot what of what is films.
1: all this information you're throwing at me? Listen you, you to me. Just, listen. You took Zack Snyder's name. You took Zack Snyder's name. Yeah,
0: you sh- just listen to me. Okay, okay. So this guy, Kyle Cooper, he's actually, he's done it for, I think, Spider-Man also. And for one other, like, very well-known film. And other films also. So, Zack Snyder, once, he he just said that nobody wants to take Kyle Cooper on. Because he makes the opening credits way better than the entire film. Which is really <laughs> funny to me. And I thought that I should mention that. Because, why not?
1: Yeah. I feel really
0: smart right now.
1: Oh. <laughs> I didn't know this.
0: I um, know. Because I really wanted to know more about the opening credits. Because they're really cool.
1: It makes sense Zack Snyder would say something like that. Because his films are very... Um. very like his They're... films are frame, filled with frames that you could just screenshot and put a make a huge print out of it and put it on your wall
0: yeah
1: it's just very iconic so I loved Zack Snyder growing up and he's been a very important part of my life and me wanting to be a filmmaker yeah but now that I see his work, I like I get why he's not he's not like a he's not like a really good filmmaker. He makes films, amazing films.
0: I can't but... believe you're saying that.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I love him. He's you're he's such amazing, but... a
0: bad person. <laughs>
1: I'm not a bad person. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but but you yeah, like you, you it, it's very like, he goes for big moments. He So, his films are filled with story. But yeah. they're also, like, big moments. I, I think some films he does... He There's overdoes that... It I little got bit. it. There's
0: that grandeur.
1: Yeah, so... And that is a good thing and also a bad thing. It's a yeah. good thing in Watchmen. Uh, it's a bad thing in, I think, maybe Justice League, which was very weak. Hmm. Yeah, but yeah, let's talk about Seven. Makes sense why Zach would say something like this.
0: Yeah. Okay. Also, did you know Brad Pitt actually broke his arm while that?
1: Yes, I knew this. So Which that was is this, so cool. He, so he had to run across the street on some. And uh, yeah, so he took multiple takes of this and he actually did a few takes after his arm broke also. Yeah, he did. And then yeah, they had to it's... keep
0: it... Guys, they had to literally keep his broken arm throughout the film. Because he would actually broken his Yeah, his, his arm. hand
1: was swollen and all.
0: <laughs> Just crazy. <laughs> also, <laughs> also, did you know... Inish, so, there was a lot of talk about the ending of the film. Before, huh. David Fincher was like, yeah, this is what we'll do. And then, apparently, it was considered that uh, Morgan Freeman would actually be the one who opens uh, who who actually shoots John Doe but
1: hmm, that doesn't make sense yeah you. but
0: again yeah so the the the, the direct like uh, David Fincher he felt that obviously like if there's a the person who actually has the familial bond to the person who's died would actually yeah. have that kind of a rage so that's and the, the thing. whole
1: thing and the whole point is to make him the last sinner no to yeah. make him the last sinner. I think it's vengeance, the last thing. Yeah, and... Uh, it's, envy. Character. it's envy. 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 No, no, no. Envy is what this guy kills him for because he has a life. Oh, and yeah, yeah. He's yeah. happy and all that.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it doesn't make sense that Morgan Freeman would do it. But... It's
0: just... I don't know. This you cannot seven say anything is, about seven, is seven without watching
1: them. Yeah, yeah, and he's really grown. Like David Fincher has made amazing films after that, and every film he's made is. I mean, everyone knows David Fincher, and I can't wait for his next film, which is called Main. I think it's a, it's about the making of this film called Citizen Kane. I haven't watched Citizen Kane, but. Citizen Kane is a nineteen something film, black and white. Okay. It is often called as the greatest film ever made in history. Ooh. I don't know why, because I haven't watched it. I
0: haven't heard but, about this.
1: Yeah, but Dave Fincher often does that. He he um he makes films based on real things. Yeah. So so he's done that with Zodiac, he's done with social network.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, I think even Gone no, Girl was a book. Gone
0: Girl was a book, and yeah. uh, he even wrote Curious Case of Benjamin Button. He co authored the book, and then they made it into a.
1: Huh, film. yeah, that was a very different thing that Dave Fincher did. Dave Fincher never writes the film he directs, the films he directs, yeah, he that.
0: mostly picks it up. And you know, there was a they, they made it, they made Seven into a comic book, huh? Yeah, there's actually like a follow up of John Doe preparing for the mur- murders or something like that there's this an entire comic book series on it post the film because the film blew right like it was big
1: yeah yeah makes sense
0: yeah so i think we've talked a bunch about amazing films here's yeah. the thing though uh just for anybody who wants to watch the film who's actually been listening all this while uh bhavish Joshi is on netflix trapped is on prime on Netflix? Trapped
1: is on Prime. Trapped is on Prime. Prime. Death, Death in and the Gun is on, is on Prime. Prime. Prime, Prime, yeah.
0: Tumbar is on Prime. Parasite is on Prime. And Seven is on Netflix, I think.
1: Yes, Seven is on Netflix.
0: So you can... So I've, I've also picked films that you can actually just go in and watch. Uh, the film that you talked about, right? By Bong Joon-ho. That no, one Miss is not Mother, available it's anywhere. Not,
1: no, you'll have to torrent that shit.
0: You'll just have to find Rishabh and put a gun to his head and ask him for it and uh, so that's no, I'd be
1: more than happy to give it to you I also have his other film which is called Mother I can't wait to watch oh it.
0: and this is also Okja on Netflix I haven't watched it but it's by Bong Joon-ho and it has mm-hmm. uh, American actors in it actually
1: yeah, this guy Jake jan
0: I don't know I don't know, but I know that there are American... Yeah, Jake Jainal and the woman. I don't know her name. She is the woman Dude, from- so uh,
1: this guy also made Snowpiercer, which has Chris Evans in it. Did you know that?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bong Joon-ho made Snowpiercer. Yeah,
1: it has Chris-, Chris Evans in it.
0: Okay, anyways, we're stopping this now. <laughs> okay. So, yes, I had a lot of fun doing this. I'm really happy that we actually did it. And for whoever's been listening all this while, who's actually, like, made the effort to listen all this while, that's (laughs) really, really I hope
1: you can, I hope, if you're listening, I hope you took something out of it and...
0: Yeah, and if anybody wants to individually talk to any one of us about these films, it would be amazing, because we love talking about these films, and we can talk about them again, Yeah, you'll have
1: to shut me up. (laughs) Like, like, uh, like... You're doing right now. You're shutting me up.
0: I'm not. Listen. (laughs) See, I understand. We've talked about.
1: You have a show to run. I understand. I I understand. Okay. But. Yeah. So hit me up. Just
0: shut up. Okay. (laughs) Okay. But that's. That's it. For today's episode. And. um, That was the end of the time out. So if you were doing anything else. You can go back to it. If you're one of those people. who, Who. Don't give a shit about films. I think, but <laughs>
1: yeah. go back to your life now. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's basically that was the end of the timeout. So I will see you in the next episode.